Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. You know, there's been a lot of talk about emerging technologies and platforms like the Metaverse or Web 3.0 gaining attention. Questions being asked about their impact across various industries. And an industry that's likely to have probably one of the biggest impacts is the marketing industry. Our next guest is predicting that the Metaverse will unleash creativity on a scale never seen before since the platform's not constrained by the laws of physics. And in his new book, Made in Future, he focuses on the future of marketing and providing answers to many burning questions on how Web3 technologies will impact consumers, social media platforms and the marketplace. Among his other interesting analysis, uh, he's predicted that digital reality will become equally important as physical reality in time to come. So what will marketing 4.0 look like? On the line with me is Prashant Kumar, who is the founder of Anthropic. Good morning, Prashant. How are you? Hey, Elliot. I'm fine. Thank you. So you guys, uh, Anthropia, a digital transformer that enables businesses to adopt a rapidly changing landscape in the marketing scene. Uh, What sets you apart from other marketing agencies? We look at marketing from a white sheet because if you look at last 20 years, there are vast changes in media, content, influences and people's expectations from brands and businesses. So instead of taking a past plus plus approach, trying to band-aid the past to fit the future, we like to look at marketing from a completely white sheet, legacy-free and made in future. So that, I think, in a nutshell, is the biggest difference. Yeah, and you've recently released a book titled Made in Future. What inspired you to, to write this book? And, you know, why is it so crucial that marketers read it right now? So I felt that there was a lot that needed to be told, but you don't hear much about that. Mm. So, you know, he, you hear a lot of shallow digital evangelism, a lot of sensational new digital news. And in terms of uh, where actually uh, marketing strategy happens, where the fortunes of marketing are being written, it's still stuck in the 80s and 90s. So I saw a huge chasm in my interactions with a lot of marketers around the world huge chasm between where marketing strategy happens and what actually seems to work in the marketplace. So that is where the book came, where I have tried to bring the world of technology, data, the new media, content, influences, and what businesses want from the consumers into one integrated conceptual whole. So that, I think, is, was the main purpose of writing this book. Yeah, and congratulations. It's already number one on Amazon India in the media communications and journalism category. I suppose if you could pick out, uh, you know, perhaps uh, the one part or one portion of the book that your readers have really reacted positively so far, which would it be? Which would be the standout? So there are a lot of insights that I am getting a lot of positive feedback on that people feel, hey, this is very original and there's a very fresh look and it helps us understand a lot of things that we didn't imagine before. But one particular insight that keeps coming again and again is the whole concept of more life per life. So what the book says is that for thousands of years, more life per life meant immortality or meant quest to live longer lives. But in the last 20 years, it has taken two more dimensions. So number one is that in the same moment, we try to fill more life. So in the same moment, we might be in a 
active attention state on your laptop parallelly you might be checking your whatsapp and parallelly you might be talking to somebody who is sitting in front of you so there are almost three parallel attention states that i just described you are living in multiple worlds in the same moment so different kind of multi lifing which wasn't common historically the third dimension on which people are living more life per life is life as a series of s curves you know so every 12 to 15 years people are reinventing their lives and you know they are pivoting on certain key dimensions they may move to a new country may they may learn a new uh-huh. language they okay. may move into a new kind of housing so and all these what fundamentally underpins and this is also a driving force for most technology for last 5000 years is this darwinian quest for more life per life mm. it's never enough <laughs> um, so we want to talk about marketing 4.0 and and really illustrate this picture and i suppose maybe one of the easier ways to do it is instead of looking at marketing 4.0 we look at consumer 4.0 the people actually consuming this right um do you see this already happening is it fair to say that it's a move from traditional to digital or is it still a hybrid so well as far as people are concerned i would not want to draw a line between analog and digital okay because uh, you know whether you are talking to your friend via whatsapp or whether you are tra- talking to him in real life he is your friend and the mindset and the uh, attitude with which you approach it is not that different right so still the truth is that digital reality all this while has had a junior status to situated reality i mean this is the situated versus mediated perceptions that we have however as the mediated component of our living becomes more and more versus the situated component of our living especially spurred on by the pandemic i clearly see the power equations between mediated reality and physical reality situated reality to go for a big shift if we're talking about you know this big shift and and obviously this is this is in line with what you've been talking about the the living more per life, life, uh, per life yeah. more life per life right what does this mean then you know when you look at we keep saying that influencers are the future content creation is the future how does this factor in then i mean how will this area uh, evolve in that sense so of course one of the big trends is in the centrality of influencers going forward however if you really think about it yet for 5000 years influence was the predominant force when it came to people making decisions whether about brands or something else in life it was the mass marketing that was an anomaly in the last 200 years let's say where you know the one to many highly centralized frequency building high octane high pitch advertising which bled into your uh, living rooms through all sorts of medium that sort of disintermediated the influence it drowned out the much subtler but much more credible influences that flew from peer to peer from influencers to people but this was the truth for thousands of years mm. i mean brands historically had already been made by the power of anecdotes Mm. that moved from people to people i mean that is where the whole chinese whispers concept comes from for instance <laughs> uh, right so that in fact we are going back to what is a more natural underlying fabric of decision or communication 
But then, okay, so and I'm, I'm enjoying this really and I'm just to add a bit more okay. philosophy into it if you don't mind me. So, more life for life, we've, we've just covered, you know, the potential evolution of this, the whole content creation sphere. Then you have the metaverse that's going to add a lot, of, a lot more spice. So, does it become more life for life plus one virtual life? <laughs> <laughs> so if you uh, think about the metaverse, it actually allows you to live in uh, multiple worlds, yeah. uh, literally. I mean, there it has different worlds and they may have some interplay and people are working on more and more cross metaverse applications. But uh, you can be different things in different worlds. You can have multiple identities, which means that, so you see right now in the physical world, in the situated world, our private realities are different, right? Each of yes. us are individuals, we have our uniqueness and so on. Private realities are different. However, the nature of public reality is such that we all have to pander to one common template, benchmark, norms and frameworks of what should be the public reality. But okay. in the metaverse, we can live in multiple worlds and have multiple identities. So yeah, more life per life, further reinforced. Which really means that if, if I'm... I'm in marketing or I'm getting into marketing. I can't think like a marketer anymore. It, it, it feels like I got to perhaps think like a venture capitalist because I need to look at all these potential opportunities and, <laughs> and how far I can go in that sense. Absolutely. So, I mean, one of the things that the book talks very emphatically about is that every marketing leader today needs to, be, needs to wear a VC hat because the, means they need to manage, manage a portfolio of uh, risks around the opportunities that are here and now, the opportunities that are next and the opportunities that are going to be new. So a balance between today, tomorrow and day after, that is the most important task that any marketer and indeed, if you really think about it, any business leader has today in these rapidly changing times. I mean, just think about metaverse. I mean, you spoke about that. The dominant form of living today when I mean uh, in the digital space is video but video is a 125 years old format <laughs> it's really really arcane and yeah. metaverse is the format of living for next 100 years so just imagine the pace of change right so I want to draw I, I want to ask you a question an opinion question just to wrap up is our final question uh, digital reality becoming equally important as physical reality. That's pretty much what we've been talking about. So this, bearing this in mind, what are your thoughts on, on the statement, marketing has the potential to create alternative ladders of meaning for consumers? What are your thoughts on this statement? So see, I completely agree. See, there are two primary ladders that most people in the world today live by. One is the ladder of possession. And two is the ladder of relationships, right? So ladder of possessions, I mean, we all have plans about what we are going to buy next and then next and then next. And the ladder of relationship, you know, you, you grow up with your parents, then you get girlfriend, boyfriend, then you get married and then you have children. I mean, so, and these are the two ladders that we spend our entire life climbing. What the book says is that if we have to build a sustainable world, which is not singularly focused on these two ladders only, especially the ladder of possessions, we got to create alternate ladders of mm. meaningful pursuits. And it could be a ladder of altruism. It could be a ladder of creative satisfaction. It could be a ladder of experiences. And somehow the pop culture has not focused on uh, these alternative ladders enough. Media and communications and content has not focused enough. So how do we make these alternate ladders part of the zeitgeist so that we can build a more materially sustainable world, mm. but still a more fulfilling, a more enriching, a more diverse world, still dialing the quest for more life per life. Right. It's very much 
control giving back to the consumers or a perception of control, <laughs> if you get what I mean. Yes, I mean, that is a very important part of Web 3.0, something that... Uh, yeah. I do hope the society uh, really commits itself to. Right. Oh, interesting conversation, Ben. Speaking with uh, Prashant Kumar, who's the founder of Anthropia. Uh, Prashant, appreciate your time this morning. Take care and have a great week. Thank you, Elliot. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.